Hey everyone, this is your host, Kennedy Drew, and welcome to the Ill People Podcast, a show that takes a deeper dive into spirituality, mental health, adulthood, and self-growth. This audio series will provide a safe space for your inner introvert without any judgment. So pop on those headphones and let's head over to Introvert Avenue because we love it there. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of the Ill People Podcast. This is your host, Kennedy Drew, and by the name of this episode, you should know what we are about to get into. And if you don't know how this works, or if this is your first time listening to an episode, hi, my name is Kennedy, and I have a gift of recognizing patterns, systems, and processes in the most troubling times in a person's life. And then I write about it. Or in other terms, I can make sense of what doesn't make sense and I can give you a guidebook on how to navigate it. So in today's episode is called, Here's Why Your Life Sucks. (laughs) But before we get started, make sure you follow our Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok page, all at Ill People the Podcast, so that you can stay connected with us even after the episode ends. And also, if you like this episode, go ahead and give it a rating on whatever platform you are listening to it on. So now back to the episode. Here is why your life sucks. (laughs) Nine times out of 10, you are probably being refined or prepared for something that you ask God or the universe for. And I know it sounds so cliche, right? Like you make these vision boards year after year and you don't see anything happening yet. And I mean nothing. Like it's the time to where life happens back to back and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, just give me a break. You're on the verge of telling God off almost every day and just saying that, you know, you'll figure it out on your own. You probably don't need him anyway, because this is just too much. You're severely unhappy, uh, most likely broke. Friendships and relationships don't really work out how you plan them to. And your car is most likely messing up and so on and so forth. I hope I'm close. (laughs) So in this episode, to the best of my ability, I'm going to break down exactly why God gives you this refinement period step by step. And exactly why these steps get handed to us like the way they do. And we will see if your process matches up with mine. In the beginning of my process, I have been saying a prayer for about like three to four years um, from now. And it consists of me asking God where he wants me to be numerous times. But because I felt like I was going nowhere, even though I know that's not true, It really just pisses me off because I asked God for the simplest things and yet he still has not moved on it. So I'm assuming for my own ego that I might be doing something, you know, it might, it might be something that I'm doing. So I'm like, God, why does my life suck? And I ask because I I want it to be like, I'm not in the wrong. I want to ask, am I doing this the right way? Should I leave here? Should I stay and be patient? What job do you want me to have? Um, Is this the right friendship? Is this podcast really where you want me to be and focus my time at? And if so, what is the impact of it? So I'm just asking questions. And then I get into a state where since what I have asked for still ain't here yet, after years of asking for simple things, I'm thinking like this big God, I'm asking simple stuff. Maybe what I'm asking for is wrong. Like to start the questions, like, Are my goals or are my wants solely based in my need for control in my life? Then I turn back and I say, no, because why can't I have it? 
all these things in the world and I just want something simple. And this is my thesis for my whole dilemma. <laughs> and it's timing. So then I ask, what if what I'm asking for might be simple, but I have to be prepped for it? And after many readings <laughs> and spiritual consultations, I've realized that the gift, you know, the gift that I have is my voice. And that, you know, it makes sense. Duh. But whenever I, I talk about topics like emotional intelligence or emotions or spiritual processes or things of that nature, I always tend to draw people's attention whenever I speak about topics like this because of the way I articulate myself and how I am able to break down things and teach them so effortlessly. So obviously I'm supposed to be speaking. That's where my gift is. And, you know, that's how I'm going to make money and whatever throughout this whole entire life. However, there is a process in order for me to refine my gift. And yes, God gives everybody a gift, right? And everybody has one. But let's just say you're a singer and you can outsing everybody in a room. That does not mean that you are ready to just hop on a stage or should just go straight into business off the basis of talent, period. And what I'm starting to learn is that God preps you years before you are really about to step into the nitty gritty of whatever you're supposed to be in. He or she, and I'm talking about God, lets you practice. He lets you scope the scenery out. You know what I mean? He lets you fail in safe places so that you can practice. I'll give you a couple examples later on in the episode. But for me, since I have the voice or whatever, Refinement for me looks like perfecting business ethics and processes, learning how to market, learning how to accept that people aren't going to see my vision, learning that I'm going to be misunderstood by people and sometimes people choosing to misunderstand me no matter how well I articulate myself, learning how to maintain a level of power while I'm speaking, basically. And yet I can go on and on. But mainly, I want to get this across to everyone that is just, you know, just because you have talent does not mean that you can just jump in anywhere just off the mere basis of talent because a great performer isn't just born a great performer. There's more on the criteria than just talent. Yeah, I'm great at speaking and, you know, that's my gift or whatever, but putting things together and making things make sense and synthesizing them. That's my gift. And I had to learn how to articulate ideas and emotions and topics. Nobody taught me. I had to learn how to write. I had to learn how to be objective. I had to learn how to become a teacher in order to teach people. And, you know, and and I'm saying it's more than just the talent. And on this process of figuring out why my life sucked, I remember where I want to be in life. And I know when I reflect back on what I'm going through now, I cannot disrespect God's refinement period. And refinement period means like a period of time to where you are being prepped or prepared for what you prayed for. And a lot of people can relate this to a diamond being shaped up or olives being pressed to make olive oil or even a home being built from the ground up. And the people who are actually going to be somebody, the places that you are going to want to be in, in life, you know, are definitely big and spectacular and extraordinary. So we could say that your refinement period might be a lot longer. 
So the moment that we all have been waiting for, the reasons why your life sucks and the explanations. Number one, pruning. And I know it might sound weird because trees and shrubs only get pruned, but the actual definition of pruning is having a deep trim of all the dead branches and leaves left behind, you know, in addition to overgrown shrubs so that the tree can grow more fruitful and have more growth overall. So you might see this in your current life as losing friends, quitting your job, and really just going into a deep isolation, like nobody understands you or you just don't relate to anyone. Number two, a change in your relationships. And I mean relationships with everything. So here's what I noticed. The universe works through people. So the relationships that are no longer working in your life, that got cut out in step one, the new ones that come in are all going to be reflections of yourself. Because if you are going to be in great rooms with great people, you have to revise yourself in some of your tendencies. So I can give you an example. Um, if you have one person or a couple of people that you can just, you cannot stand, um, because they're like, they're selfish or they're very greedy or manipulative or one-sided, maybe even controlling, then congratulations. You just met all the nasty parts of yourself that you don't like or that you blocked out. And you might have expressed them in different ways, but they are all normal ranges of human emotions. Like you're not a bad person, chill out. And and since it's hard for us to see ourselves from our own point of view, um, God uses other people so that we can then point out what we need to fix. So example for me, um, most recently in like the past year, I've always attracted people who are very avoidant in terms of emotional responses and conflict. Like, I would hate the fact that people wouldn't express themselves right then in the moment, um, but then wait days or weeks later in order to bring something up that bothered them. I hated when people um, didn't text back, especially if we were in conflict. Ugh, I hated <laughs> I hated the fact that people couldn't just say exactly how they felt in a moment so we can just go and get it over with. Ooh, I hated the fact that people would always isolate themselves when things needed to be fixed or the solution was right in front of our face. But, you know, guess who was the person who always isolated? Me. (laughs) Who was the person who always resorted back to just not saying anything because people don't understand where I'm coming from? Me. Who was the individual who was always, you know, thinking that it would be better to just not say anything because people knew exactly what they did in their actions and I felt like I didn't need to explain myself? Me. So everything I was in that moment was reflected back to me. So when I said in the TikTok post that I made that went viral, I said, if you always remain in survival mode, then you'll always attract what you're trying to protect yourself from. Because bottom line is you always attract what you are. That's part of physics too, I think. Which leads me to number three. And these are for the people who are going to be like the influencers, who are going to be the best-selling authors and the entrepreneurs, the multimillionaires and billionaires and everything. God is going to change your relationship with money. So that you don't betray yourself for money in the end or in contracts or deals. And this is going to, you know, and this is how he's going to do it. 
And you might not like it, but um, he makes you <laughs> he makes you uh, extremely broke. So your <laughs> your businesses might fail. You'll lose your job, run up all your credit cards, file bankruptcy, uh, make you rely on other people, especially if you're the type of person that hates asking for help. Um, he basically strips you bare. Mm-hmm. And the people that you are relying on will most likely talk shit about your ideas or your business, dismiss you know everything really quickly because there's no tangible results for your work. And at this period of your life, this could become like stretched out for months. And this is at the point where a lot of people's ideas or projects go to die because they're like, oh my gosh, I feel like God lied to me because he told me to leave this job. He told me to pursue this and yet I lost everything. So in this moment, what do you do? You get clear about what you need. And if you are going to pursue this dream, tell God exactly who you need at your table. Do you need grant writers? Do you need editors? Do you need social media advisors? Connections with millionaires? You know, who do you need? But put it in writing, you know, for and leave it for him to bring it to you. You don't have to hustle and do all the extra stuff. Now, for me, I've always, and I and I mean always, I was like, all right, this is taking too long. I'm gonna just go ahead and do it myself. Uh, I had other people rushing me in the process and like, what are you doing? You need to be doing this, that, and the third. And I would take that and I would hustle and overexert myself when I should have sat still in the first place. And in my ego-based process, I hustled and then I hustled and I hustled some more to make ends meet. And, you know, I did it until I couldn't do it anymore. And then I hit this feeling of tiredness, like the type of tiredness where, You just, you know, you don't want to work on anything. You call off work multiple times. Um, You just want to exist without having to survive. And when you hit rock bottom, and I'm talking about the bottom to where the only thing that can give you hope is your dream and your passions and the impact that your company or your project is going to make on people. The type of rock bottom that you are going to be so faith-based in this that people are going to call you crazy and look at you crazy because you are going to do things that are literally insane, right? People are going to think you're insane for moving how you move because it is not logic-based. You know, you're going to get to the point to where you rely on God for every action that you make. Like you're constantly asking questions like, you know, this is what you want. Is this where you want me to be? (laughs) I'm just making sure, should I be talking to this person? Are you sure, you know, about this? I'm just trying to double check, right? But because any di- any redirection would just put you over the edge. And um, to give you a little bit of hope here, here's the reason why you're going through this season of lack. Essentially, um, you break the relationship relationship tie with money or the emotional trigger with money. And when I say emotional tie, I mean the fluctuation of emotions that you feel whenever you get money or whenever you lose money. And if you say, Ken, you know, I ain't got that. All right, well, if I gave you 5K today, how would you feel? And if you lost 5K that you already didn't have, how would you feel then? Okay, so <laughs> let's just, so let's say that you get two job offers, right, tomorrow. One for 120K and the next one is for 65K. 
The $120,000 job is going to make you burn out in six months. But the one for 65K is just, just right, right? It doesn't burn you out and it allows you to live comfortably. You know, pre-refinement can, you know, I'm taking 120K off rip. I don't care if I burn out because I was taught that I was doing it right if I did. I had to excel. I had to make myself indispensable to the company. I had to go the extra mile, all of that, because I was taught that that was right. Past me didn't play about my money at all whatsoever. I would have, you know, I would have said, you know, F my happiness. I don't care about none of that. I would have gave that thing up. But in that season of lack, you start to value yourself more. You have nothing else to like lose, right? And you have nothing else to do but to look at the value of yourself. Which leads me to step number four. You will start to find out how you operate best and choose how you want to show up for yourself. So being in this refinement period, you come to a point to where the the old way of how you used to operate or the way your folks used to operate or how you move throughout life no longer works for you. Which leads me to step number four. You will start to find out how you operate best and choose how you want to show up for yourself. So being in this refinement period, you come to a point to where the old way of how you used to operate or how you how your folks operated or how you move throughout life no longer works for you. And I mean in everything, the way you respond, the way you move throughout situations, your temperament, everything. Which brings me to step number five gratitude is everything and I learned this from my friend um and we were both talking about our lives and how we are managing them emotionally because life is hard honestly and while I was just in the mode of just venting she was like what are you grateful for and I was like immediately I'm thinking like about the external like I'm I'm grateful for my car (laughs) my health, you know, this and a third. And she was like, you want me to throw you a lifeline? I'm like, like, meaning, do you need some help with this question? And I was like, okay, I guess. To start it off, she said, I'm grateful for, I'm grateful that all of these experiences showed me my temperament um, and my ability to alchemize my experiences into a platform that helps others. I said, what? I remember I used to ask God for like friends like this. I was like, I was like, God, I want me, I want me a me, like somebody who challenges me and asks questions like the way I do. And the way that she answered this, I was like, dang, you know, I see what you're talking about, you know? And um, I said, okay, let me get a try at this. And so I said, I was grateful for all of these experiences because they show me my grace and my patience with myself and my willingness to get to know myself more. And... After I said that sentence um, and after that day was over, when I started saying what I was grateful for, for things, um, things just started moving towards me for real. Like the things that I have been wanting has just been flooding to me really quickly because it, it kind of like sends the energy of contentment. So then the universe will be like, okay, you know, she's content. Let's send her some more things that create more contentment for her to match her experience. Then when things started to move um, for me, I started to become more grateful for all the times that I didn't get the things that I thought I wanted so badly because I wasn't ready for them. I was grateful that my dreams were misunderstood because it allowed me to be hidden. 
I was grateful that I was looked over because um, being hidden gave my dreams more protection. I am also grateful for the people, you know, that looked at me crazy for how much I believed in my vision. And even though they still come to me for my expertise. So as you can see, um, this created a big level of contentment in my life because I would only celebrate myself when I could see tangible results in terms of finances, degrees, and certificates. But I really want to like tell you guys that the external stuff only matters to an extent. Um, be grateful for your emotional growth, your physical growth, and your mental growth. Like if another person says that you're not doing enough to their standards and you know that you are doing the absolute best that you can, be grateful in that moment that even in opposition, you still chose to stick by yourself and how you feel, you know, while also nurturing yourself in the process. You know, think back about back in the day where you probably couldn't even do that and look at your growth. Be grateful that in the midst of generations in your family, that you are the first to make changes within the family dynamics and that you being able to see and call out disruption and, you know, having the courage to do so, you know, choosing to be better, not out of spite, but out of respect for yourself. So I said, you know, all that to say, I really hope that this episode is able to give you some type of guidance and some reassurance that you are on the right track, right? I mean, I remember I asked God what, you know, episode do you want me to write about next? And I opened up, you know, this old note that I had about me asking him where he wants me to be in life and me just being so frustrated. I mean, I'm still frustrated, but, you know, (laughs) so, you know, I know this episode is for somebody, you know, shoot, it might be for me. Um, (laughs) If you, you know, keep seeing that dream or your vision every time you wake up or you go to bed. That, I mean, that's for a reason. And every time you keep thinking that one idea, you keep thinking of that one idea and people keep bringing it up and you keep seeing it places and you keep seeing it, you keep hearing it, and you keep seeing it. I mean, that is for a reason. And, you know, for the folks, and if your folks are telling you that you are, um, you just don't make sense and that you should just focus on other things, like just look stupid to them. I, I even had somebody really close to me tell me that my dreams are too big. There's I'm too ethereal. Like I I don't make sense. They seem untangible. Okay, for you that be that ain't got nothing. I was finna cuss. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me. Whether or not you see it or not, I'm just gonna write you a check, just so you can stay out of my life afterwards. Matter of fact, I'm gonna do that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna write a list. I'm just I and in this process because it really it really irritates me and I, I think I'm going off script right now. It really like frustrates me and it hurts my feelings how like close, how the closest people in your circle can really tell you exactly how they feel about your dreams or your goals and then go praise somebody else who already went through that process and have tangible results. Okay. It it really like irks my spirit and it really hurts my feelings. Um, So yeah, I'm just, I'm really just grateful that, you know, God makes sense in the end, you know, rather than not making sense in the moment. And I know I'm probably like dragging it out, but it's really a blessing to read the room before you blow up because you can really see how people viewed you before they saw the end result. You are fine. You are okay. You are where you need to be. You are never late. You are always on time. 
Ask God to order your steps or the universe, whoever you believe in, um, and just keep going. You know, people, people love talking mess about creatives and innovators and everybody, but you know, people need us. Like the arts wouldn't be here. Poetry wouldn't be here either or fashion or interior design. If everybody was just listening to everybody, but you know, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm getting a little passionate right now. I'm getting off script, but (laughs) if you like this episode, please leave us a review and a rating. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, or if you're listening, uh, right now, just give us a screenshot and tag it, tag us on IG and we'll post you onto our story. And if you have any episode requests, just send us a DM on IG. I love you guys and I'll see you in the next one.